And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey everyone, Zach here. Welcome to MLM Rebels, and today we're going to be finishing up the nine core steps training. So I'm pumped to finish this off and for you to have the rest of these uh, pieces of information. So if you're not familiar with the nine core steps yet, I want you to go back and listen to the nine core steps podcast episode, uh, probably six or seven episodes ago, and listen to that, give you a nice baseline for everything that we're talking about. And then probably go in order. So one, two, three, four, five, six. And then today we're going to be covering steps seven through nine. So I uh, just got off the cusp of uh, doing a pretty cool podcast yesterday. I think a lot of people are going to get some value from that um, with cold contacting, what to say when to meet people and things like that. So if you are building the business with any sort of cold contacting uh, strategies, I would listen to that episode. I think you'll get a lot out of it. You know, if you're new to the show, at MLM Rebels, we believe in building the business like a real business. We believe in using real marketing principles. We don't believe in ruining relationships, stalking friends and family, any of that stuff. In fact, we believe that you should be building your business off of uh, off of the cold market, but not necessarily cold contacting, but using the internet to uh, bring people in to your business, um, if you can, completely automatically, right? What we believe in is using real marketing to basically eliminate the rejection from your business and make it infinitely scalable. So if you sponsor you know, one person, it should be no harder to sponsor five people. That makes sense? Or it should be no harder to sponsor 30 people. And when I say sponsor, I mean you personally. I'm not even counting the duplication yet. So that's what we talk about at MLM Rebels, using real marketing principles to build your business. We used to run a marketing agency in 20 different industries, um, helping these companies grow using the internet. We took what we learned there, brought it to the network marketing space, and that's where MLM Rebels was born. So if you would like more information on how to actually do that for yourself, to use real marketing principles to build your business, you can get a really, really solid jumpstart on all of that by going to mlmrebelsblueprint.com. And that is a a very in-depth document teaching you how you can really skip ahead save yourself a bunch of time and a bunch of money that we spent. (laughs) We spent a lot of time and a lot of money figuring this stuff out. And that blueprint is a distillation, if that's a word, 
or distilled information of everything that we've learned over the past handful of years doing this. So again, that's MLMRebelsBlueprint.com. And if you want to join the private discussion group talking about this exact topic, that's MLMSalesFunnels.com. It's free to join. There are some questions you have to answer. And if approved, you can join that conversation uh, today. So anyway, um, let's dive into steps seven through nine of the nine core steps. So these are going to be the catalytic, catalytic steps or the catalyst-based steps. I make up words. And um, these are going to be the things that really pour fuel on the fire for steps one through six. So steps one through three, we're all about building your business. Steps uh, four through six, we're all about personal growth and or, and, or leadership. And steps seven through nine are going to be about uh I should say the internal qualities of who you are as a leader or, or the catalyst, right? Um, so the first one is accountability. Um, and so we'll chat about that one. So accountability is extremely simple. Actually, all of these are simple. Steps one through nine are all simple. It's just a matter of doing them consistently. So let's actually lump steps seven and eight together because number seven is accountability. Eight is integrity. And... These are really, really stupid, simple, but a lot of people actually get them wrong. I think most people in this business will probably get integrity right. 95% of everyone I've ever met in network marketing are very integrity-based human beings, which just means having integrity, right? Don't lie. Uh, do what, do to others what you want done to yourself, the golden rule, right? And I think we can kind of end that there. Just have integrity in all aspects of the business. If you're ever um, not sure about something, just choose the high road. Right. I mean, especially if you have more of a Western-based philosophy on what integrity means. I mean, you already know the answers to all these to all these situations. Do I have integrity in the situation, or do I not? Um, when I say that, I mean the uh, some other parts of the world that we've been to. Uh, not they're not bad people by any means. They just have a different view of what integrity means. You know, like ripping off someone's idea in some parts of the world is not considered bad. It's just considered part of business. So. Assuming that you have more of a Western belief system um, on what integrity means, then just follow that belief system on what integrity means, um, and uh, and you should be good. The next one is accountability, and what I mean by that is being accountable to your downline and your upline. You know, when you sponsor someone on your team, you are essentially committing to help them and train them. Now, I didn't say you're committing to serve them like a little baby. I didn't say you're going to spoon feed them. Go listen to some of our older episodes about, you know, dealing with your downline. Um, So I didn't say that you have to be available 24 hours a day. I didn't say that you have to treat this like a babysitting job. I didn't say you have to spoon feed anyone. I didn't say any of that. Um, We treat this like a real business. We have business hours. People contact us out of business hours through the wrong channels. They don't get responses. Um, We have to protect our life, but we also know that when we sponsored someone, we chose this industry, we chose the fact that we will be working with people personally in a lot of cases. And you want to be accountable to that promise that you're making to them. Additionally, and I would say more importantly, you want to be accountable to your upline. For instance, if I say, hey, upline, I'm going to have 10 people at the next Zoom call, whatever, right? I'm going to have 10 people the next Zoom call. My sole focus in life is going to make sure that I don't break that accountability. I'm going to make it happen. I will make that happen. And if I don't, man, you better believe that 
like, I'm not going to stay in this very long, but I'm going to feel like not very good. I'm going to be like, okay, what happened? I need to retool my action. I need to rethink about what I promised people. Okay, maybe I should have promised five. I'm going to work my guts out to get those 10 if, I, if that's what I promised that first time. If you have a team of a bunch of people, right, a couple thousand people, and let's, let's go a little bit smaller at first. Let's see if a team of 100 people and you're trying to hit a goal and you say, hey, you know, you talk to your top 10 people and you say, hey, like, what can I count on you for? And they say, oh, I can, you know, I can do, I can show 10 presentations this week or I can have five more people at the next event. And you're like, okay. And so you basically count on those 10 people having five people each at the next event. So you believe my team should grow by 50 people by the next event. And what if only one of them gets close and the rest of them have nothing? Like, do you really think you can count on them? No, of course you don't. Not at all. By the way, who are you going to spend more time with? The person that had five that hit their goal, right? Or the person or all the people that didn't, all the people that said what they wanted, but didn't actually back it up. Who are you going to spend more time with? Who do you think your upline is going to choose to spend time with? Or are they going to choose to spend time with the person that keeps on missing their goal or staying unaccountable? That's actually what missing the goal is, is being unaccountable. Because I think we all believe if if you say, okay, what's my goal by the in the next, let's say, 30 days? Because six, six months you could say something maybe a little bit unrealistic. So let's say, what's your goal for the next 30 days? I want you to answer that in your own head right now. All right. Now, if it's too easy, I want you to stretch it a little bit. So think of a goal that stretches you a little bit. All right, now you have that. But it's still possible. Like, it's hard, but it's possible. Okay? Now stretch it a little bit more. Like, just past the brink of your mind's possibility. So, depending, like, I don't know where you're at, but let's say that you are, you've only, like, the, I want you to take the maximum amount of people you've ever sponsored in a month, personally. Okay, so let's say it's five. I'm just making a number up. Let's say it's five. You've, that's the most you've ever done in a month, personally. This, over the next 30 days, can you sponsor eight? That might seem like a really big number. Let's say you're like, oh, five is easy for me. Okay, pick the biggest number and now add like 20% to it. Add 30% to it. Think about that number. All right, that sounds pretty hard, right? But, but it's still doable. Like, like it's doable, but it sound, it's hard. It's going to be a lot of work. And you're not totally sure how you're going to do it. All right, now I want you to imagine this. I want you to think of... This is going to a little bit... I'm, I'm trying to make a point here, so don't get me wrong. But it's going to get a little bit morbid for a second. I want you to think of your closest... The closest person to you in your entire life. The closest person to you in your entire life. That if something happened to them, you would be completely devastated. Think about them. Now, I want you to think about the fact that if you don't hit your goal, they're going to be taken from you. Call it kidnapped, right? They're going to get kidnapped. And if you don't hit your goal, you'll never see them again. You can let your imagination wander off with that one. But if you don't hit your goal, you'll never see them again. I know it's kind of crazy. Just think about that for a second. Some sort of twisted criminal <laughs> says, I really want you to succeed in network marketing, so I'm going to kidnap your most beloved person, and if you don't hit this goal over the next 30 days, you'll never see them again. Would you, would you figure out a way to hit that goal? 
Of course. It's an unequivocal yes. Of course you would, right? Unequivocally, the answer is absolutely I would hit I would make sure that goal got it. It's not a oh well, it depends on how many people say yes to me. Uh kind of depends on how many people I can post to. Kind of depends on how many ads I can show. Kind of depends on my budget. Kind of depends on my time. Kind of depends if my boss lets me off work. Kind of depends if I have this work trip. No, all of that crap goes out the window. You haven't even stepped for, step foot into day 1 of 30 yet. You haven't even started day 1 of 30, but yet you have an unequivocal yes. I will hit the goal. How is it possible? How can you possibly know that you're going to hit it? You're 30 days out. You haven't even started yet. But yet, it's an absolute uncertain, or excuse me, completely certain yes that you will hit it. How can you possibly be so bold? Because you have a reason. You have a complete burning desire. There is absolutely no way. You have no back door. You have completely burnt the, the ship to escape in your mind. If I don't hit this goal, my most, my most close person in my life, my most beloved human being, my wife, my husband, my kid, my parents, they're going to be gone. And it's all because I didn't sponsor eight people. You have an absolute need, not a want, not a wish, a need to hit it. When your world turns, turns from it's nice to have, it's want, to it's a need, it's a burning desire to get it, that's when you'll, that's when you'll move forward. That's when you actually get results. That's called, called accountability. When you t- I want you to put that level of pressure, not negative pressure, just pressure. When you say, when your upline says, hey, what can I count on you for? Don't say something that you're not going to do. Say something that you can do. Even if you say something that they don't want to hear, maybe it's a little bit lower than they want to hear, say that and and back it up. And then treat it and power through all the garbage that happens in your life to get to the goal and stay accountable to it. When you can do that, remember this whole, the whole through line of the nine core steps is whatever you do to your upline, your downline is going to do to you. That's the through line. If you do that to your upline and you're hyper accountable to them, what are you going to do when you build a team? Your team starts seeing you being extremely accountable to your upline. What is your team going to do to you? They're going to be super accountable, right? That's a team of people that you want. That's what you want, right? What if you do the opposite? What if you're unaccountable? You get a, you get a huge team of people and they all are wishy-washy. A little bit of adversity comes and they can't ever come through it. You want a team of people that powers through adversity no matter what comes against them, they prosper. No matter what comes against them, they move beyond the BS and they get past it. Or do you want a bunch of people that lay over and wet on themselves whenever something bad happens? Yeah, you want a team of strong warriors, right? <laughs> By the way, this is, a, this is a podcast topic for itself. But if you cater to the weak, you have a weak team. Just FYI. So don't cater to the weak. All right, so that's accountability. That was integrity. The last one is communication. Uh, This kind of goes in line with accountability in some ways. It's just communicating with your upline and with your your downline. Um, Our rule for our downline is you can't communicate enough. There's never been a person on a team that's over-communicated. Now, there have been people, don't get me wrong, that have, like, that, that, that will ask questions that they can get the answers for. We don't answer those questions. If people ask us a bunch of questions that the answers are very easy to find, or they can call customer service and get them, or they can go through the proper support channels and find them, or they can post in the group and get those answers, we don't answer those questions. I'm not saying we cater to the weak. I am saying we value communication, though. Communication and catering to the weak are two different things. Communicate with your downline and communicate with your upline. Tell your upline what's going on. Hey, I set a goal for the next six months. I set a goal for the next three months. This is my goal. Are you aligned with it? 
If the upline says, hey, I don't think that's a good idea for you, maybe you should reevaluate what the kind of goal you're setting and talk to them. Be in communication. This doesn't have to be a combative thing ever. In fact, you should be on the same team. But if you're in communication, if you're aligned with, with a coach, how much more powerful are you? If you have a basketball team of five people and every single one of them is a superstar, but they're all, they all have their own game plan, is that team going to win? Of course not. But if you have a team of five people that they're all mediocre players or they're above average, but they all have the same game plan, you think they're going to win? They have a pretty good shot. Alexander the Great said, I'm more afraid of, a sh- of an army of sheep led by a lion than an army of lions led by a sheep. You want to be on the same page with your upline and your downline. Everyone should be speaking the same thing. If I came over to your team right now and I said, hey, Mr. Upline, what is your goal right now? And they said they gave me an answer. I said, okay, now what's your goal in regards to you, your name? What's your goal in regards to you? And they give me an answer. And then I come to you and I say, hey, what's your goal? And if you give me a different answer than what your upline said, you're not in communication. You're not in alignment. And you're not on a game plan. The second piece of communication is always being on a game plan, being on a right game plan. And uplines can make mistakes. We've made mistakes. We still do. So I'm not saying that every game plan is going to be perfect, but a, a game plan that is unified, that's a, a broken game plan that's unified, is going to generally outperform a good game plan that is ununified, meaning everyone's got a different game plan. So be in communication. Sound good? And not only as I'm saying this right now, like you can, you're always improving. As I'm saying this right now, I'm, I'm thinking of people on our team like, oh, I, I doubt they have a really solid, solid game plan right now. I doubt that if I ask them, what they're shooting for right now, they would have the same answer as I am, like in regards to their business. And so literally as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh yeah, I got, I got, I got to re- keep always remember to take some of this medicine myself or take all this medicine myself, right? So we're always a work in progress, but always be moving forward closer to these nine core steps all the time. Once again, I would recommend going back and listening to the first episode if you haven't yet, and then walking through steps one through nine. So remember at the end of the day, in conclusion to the nine core steps, If you keep these things consistently done in your business, no matter what kind of way you're building the business, you get a pretty darn good shot at success. If you don't, every single time that something isn't working, it's always one of these nine things. Every single time. If someone is not growing in their business, it's always one of these nine things. Um, I should say there's, there's probably like a hidden tenth core step that I would probably add in because that's kind of what MLM Rebels is built on. The 10th thing I should say, I don't know if this is a core step, this is just an overlying principle. This is what we talk about on the MLM Rebels Blueprint, this is what we talk about in all of our, this is what Rebels is built on, is if your marketing system doesn't work, none of this works. So for instance, like I did these nine core steps for years inside of a marketing system and inside of a company that was not conducive to growth and we had very limited results and actually it wasn't it wasn't just us it was hundreds of our friends very limited results because the marketing system was old it was outdated it was broken no one wanted to do it and there was a reputation issue and this is again this is like this is what literally mlm was built on so assuming that you have a system that works these nine core steps work if you have a system that works and you don't have these nine core steps in place, you will probably have growth. You will probably make money. You'll probably make a lot of money, but it won't be sustainable and you're not gonna have a team. So you need to have both. Now, if you're gonna choose one, 
I would choose the marketing system personally because at least you'll get something. <laughs> at least you'll get some sort of uh, money. Um, if you choose the nine core steps but you don't have a good marketing system, you'll probably learn a lot of leadership, so I guess that's good, but you're not going to probably make any money. So remember, all of these nine things plus a good marketing system. If you want to know how to build a good marketing system for yourself, go to mlmrebelsblueprint.com. It's free. It's totally free. It's literally taking years of our experience. I don't even know how much money. Probably, I mean, I would say six figures for sure. Maybe even more, maybe even multiple six figures of our, oh yeah, I mean, okay, now that I start adding this up, definitely way more than that. Tons and tons of money spent, tons and tons of time, years of time, all to make basically what you're reading in the MLM Rebels Blueprint, to take everything that we've basically learned about using funnels to build a network marketing business, distilling it into 40 pages and giving it to you totally for free. Well, anyway, it was amazing spending time with all of you today and um, appreciate you listening and we'll talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. Thanks. Mm-hmm.